Shin. Thank you for tuning in to Fine and Danny Podcast with your co-hosts Daniel Velasquez and Josh Moreno here out of 330 Studios, our very own studios that we put together ourselves where we aren't really getting any advertisements or play very much as well. Because we are starting back up, but we're just getting our rhythm back in in our new studio. Things are going great. I wish we could have a panoramic view. I feel like we said that on the last one, but studio's really coming together in here. Really proud of what we got going. Welcome to any of our new viewers, and welcome back to any of our returning viewers. We'd like to thank you all for being here with us. We got some great things to talk about today. How are you doing today, Daniel? Doing great. We're here to deliver. <laughs> We're here to deliver, stand deliver, call us delivery men. I'm USPS because I'm here. Deliver. With the package. We've got the package of words that we're going to deliver to you. Delivery package, package delivery. Cash on delivery. That's, that's cash on delivery? It says cash on delivery. That's what, it's called. what does that mean, cash on delivery? Okay, fair enough. Also, I'd like to give a shout out. I might have already done this before on a previous podcast. But to the uh, commenter who said that we are both <laughs> retards, shouts out you. It's 2021. We don't say who says retard anymore. Not politically correct. It's just wrong and just rude. Especially if it's coming towards my way. I don't like that one bit. Definitely not cool. I mean, we did accept all feedback. That's just mean. You are a meanie head. I mean, we appreciate all feedback, but it's like maybe be constructive if it's going to be negative. If it said, like, you're both retards, but, like, this is how you <laughs> can like, go about bettering your podcast. Yeah, if like, you could, yeah. <laughs> there wasn't anything following oh, yeah. it. It was just a detail. Okay. Both so retards. We should oh. probably stop saying that. And, uh, I don't think it's. I mean, it's contextual, right? It's like we're saying it's. Like Fair enough. So I just uh, got done watching Crazy Rich Asians. Okay. Movie pissed me off the whole entire movie. All the, the whole way movie. Through. I mean, it was fairly. It was a fairly good movie. I liked it. I mean, it was of course, it was good. But it's just the whole movie pissed me off because it's. Uh, I mean, of course, about a bunch of rich people who are shitting on, not literally, of course, figuratively speaking. It's no, not just pooping on them. They're not, <laughs> they're not just actually shitting on this girl. Imagine a full-length film. That's the entire mo- <laughs> entire movie. Just one person getting shit on. Probably have to make it rated R. Nah, that's X. That's X rated. Oh my god. You can't just be ra- rated R movie of just someone shit on. Is there like. It depends on how graphic the shitting on is. Like, flirts. I don't know. In terms of censorship, though, uh, is there laws for that? Could there be a movie or a show of someone just eating shit? That's the entire... I mean, I don't think it would sell. Legally, I don't know. There, I feel like it for sure would not sell. Like, as far as the pitch goes, you'd probably have to make it. It'd have to be like <laughs> an independent film. So if you were a vlogger and you had a million viewers and you just went into your own little personal vlog, as distribution goes, wouldn't that have to come? Like, you'd have to whoever is. No, I mean, if you're a vlogger, that's going up on YouTube. Are you post on Twitter? YouTube, but YouTube can take it down. That's what I'm saying. So it's not necessarily company policy. It's, it's wrong. You shouldn't do it's it. Not necessarily. I mean, I'm not saying that it's wrong. Or I'm not I saying think I would. I would say. Saying, what I'm trying to say is, I'm not saying that they would take it down because they're saying it's wrong. I'd say what it's I'm wrong. What I'm saying is that all it has to do is go against their terms and conditions for them to take it down. Before. I, I feel like it would. I mean, unless you're just getting like a view of just like shit dropping and no like ass at all and no like anything else, just like a of the shit falling the whole time. I wouldn't even go to that extent. I'm saying just like a bowl. Maybe. You know it's shit. It's just a bowl. Maybe because just there's no like nudity or anything. 
Maybe. But I don't know how that would fly with you. I'm not saying I'd buy into that pitch. It off. Where oh. I where are you at? <laughs> where is this shit coming from? Look, I'm going to tie this literal, back. I'm tying. I'm going to tie. literal look, shit coming I'm going to tie this all back in. I just was thinking, if there was more TV shows and more movies that were just preposterous and it just went absurdities, like you took, not necessarily extremes, but it was just a bunch of random stuff going on in it, like just the w- craziest thing you could think of, put that in a show within legal rights, you know, nothing too too crazy, but crazy enough to where it would succeed. Those are what I would, would want to watch. Like, for instance, let's say, you know, like, like take a normal every everyday thing, but take, like, the weirdest part of that everyday thing and make it into, like, a show. Let's say someone's a night stalker. Not, like, a stalker. A stalker. Like overnight. Like overnight. Grocery stalker. Stalker, yeah. Not, like, a night stalker. <laughs> oh, my God. That'd be a good. Slash. That would sell though for sure. People love criminal movies and murderers for some reason. Like, so uh, didn't the stalker show already get made? Like the U and the on Netflix U. Yeah, that's a stalker. He's not a night stalker per se. He's just a daytime. Just a normal everyday jo- stalker. Average Joe. Average Joe stalker. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. No, but let's say you're an overnight stalker, right? Okay. And then it's just it. you and your ragtag team of overnight stalkers doing crazy things in a grocery store. So I'd like to say, um, <laughs> what was the movie with Dan Cook where he worked at a grocery store? Employee of the Month? Yeah. So, like, <coughs> isn't that what happened in that movie? I mean, like, he was a cashier. No, he wasn't a cashier. Wasn't he a stalker? Him and his boys were stalkers. Girls cashier. Okay, Other maybe. Alright. You get my hopefully get my point. I don't think they were overnight stalkers, but they were stock boys who like made like a room in the middle of the stock shit, remember, where they would play cards and shit during the shift. Alright, fine. I'll give you a better example then. How about this? We'll scratch that one. Uh best way to reference would be when I think of interdimensional cable, Rick okay. and Morty, uh specifically the one where it was all the cats band together. Because their owner was an old lady who died. But it's like the adventure of the cats basically living as the old lady. Like, they move her like oh, limbs and stuff. I remember that one. Like, it's a bunch of cats one. just, like, moving yeah. her around town. And somehow she still finds a lover as she's dead. Okay. <laughs> like I remember, uh, I feel like uh, another one of the fucking interdimensional cable fucking things was the doors commercial where it was like where after like he like after the commercial he walked out to the studio got in his car they're like is this still part of the commercial <laughs> and he like goes to his house and he like cooks dinner and he's like and we got some more doors right here it's just doors 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 type shit and call the number at the bottom of the screen if you want some doors yeah, that's just like, exactly <laughs> i mean i know people are against mindless entertainment but that would be some mindless entertainment i'd watch if that was an advertisement i think i would have enjoyed it a little more like if you were selling doors and that was your doors you know it wasn't so serious we've got doors here if you're looking for doors we've more doors i open this door what do you know more doors all the doors this door doesn't go anywhere but it's still a door I would probably not buy a door, but I would be... Metal, wood, plastic, steel, whatever you want. We got all the doors. I'd respect it. Glass doors. But yeah, if we if we made more movies like that, I think, like, more B, B movies, like The Room, I love it. <laughs> movies, it's terrible. Movies are comedic class. It's terribly good. Terribly good. It's so bad. It's great. Like, I would... So bad. It's I great. need more movies like that. Mass produced. That movie give. I feel like that movie should give filmmakers hope. That anyone <laughs> like that's a cult classic. How? That movie should give most filmmakers hope. It's crazy because that's one of the few movies opening day. It just in the toilet. It was terrible. It made no money. It barely made anything. Half. I think it was like six million to produce. I think he made a couple thousand dollars. <laughs> like, Profit. No, 
Total shit. Total. (laughs) (laughs) But he's made, I think, his money back in time now. Because after the fact, it grew in popularity. And then they would show it at movie theaters because people loved it so much. So people would actually go see it weekly or at its showings at the movie theater. But it was such a terrible movie. He made a couple thousand. I was like, hey, well, at least he didn't zero out. No, he made negative. (laughs) Shit. He made a couple thousand. If you haven't, Fuck. go check out The Room. It's a cult classic. Great movie. Wait, cult classic means cultural classic? Like, it's like, eh, I mean, er. yeah, I think it's short for cultural classic, but cult classic essentially is, I don't think, actually, I don't even know if it's short for cultural. It's more so a sense of, like, like a cult following. That's what I thought. It has a cult following. Like, it's like a group of people. A large group of people that love it, like Dazed and Confused, cult classic. Okay. It didn't like at the box office. It tanked. It wasn't great upon its release. It was a really low budget film. So what qualifies a a cult classic? Does it have to be bad in the box office? Yeah, like it's not. It's like like among critics, it was uh, it tanked, but but among uh, but the people, then, but people that aren't critics banded um, together and, and everyone loved like loved he loved the movie. He kept it going. Yeah. yeah. So that makes sense. Like it tanks originally, and you know the critics are. This movie sucks. This is the worst movie of all time. But a bunch of people are. Hey, I actually like this movie. All right, tying all that back in. No, so I was watching Crazy Rich Asians, and the whole movie is just about all these rich people, right? Who? Okay, so the girl essentially she's not rich. She's from New York. She's Asian, working class. The Boy, te- really, really, she's at a yeah. She's a economics teacher and then all these people just are so mean to her because she doesn't have money the entire movie i'm sitting here like damn people really live like this though and they're telling her you're not one of us but y'all are both human yeah and if at that both asian right so now you're we're using a whole nother means of separation at that point you don't have money you know what i mean right and then the whole movie is showing how shitty these people really are, even though they have money. So it's essentially, you're watching them say, "You need to stick with people who have money." And then you look at all the other people. If I was him, too, I'd be, like, "Yeah, I've seen what y'all are about." Right. No, yeah. thank you. I'm, I'll pass on all of this. It's weird because it's like whenever you see, like, I don't. I mean, I don't know anybody that's on that level. Hard to speak from my perspective, but. Damn, money really does cause like a whole lot of problems and trust and shit. But, like, usually weird because you see descendants of the people who made the money type shit more than the people. But sometimes, of course, you got the people assholes. Usually, it's their kids who are on some shit like. Like, on some trustworthy shit. Like, they trying to steal our family's money. It's like, you was lucky you was born in this into this fucking family. But who the fuck is you speaking for? Well, what I don't get is when they're, they're you're talking about people without money, they're just in it for the money. Like, they're just marrying you because of the money. But on the same token, you know, you got other rich people only marrying you also because you have money. If right. you didn't have money, then they, they wouldn't, wouldn't have married you. Right. So, yeah. I get it. They have their own money, but they're still only marrying you for your money. It's like yeah, so that's that's a good point because it's it's like what? saying like oh because they don't have their own money, the fact that they're only interested more than when somebody has their own, they're only have as much type shit. At least you can like sustain yourself. So I, that's interesting. That's actually interesting. Yeah, it doesn't make it doesn't make sense because you you're bashing them for finding someone who's. You're bashing them, but what you're really hoping for is to find, like, a fucking prince or somebody. It's like, so all you want is just somebody that's as rich as you, even though you probably didn't. Exactly. <laughs> no, yeah, majority of it's just family ties. I wouldn't want that. That'd be terrible. Range marriages. Big thing at one point. All that, good, for that. All that good stuff. Other places. You know what's funny to me, though, now, is uh, when talking about, you know, people who... Like, praise other people who have money, you know, people in money and stuff like that. Now you have a bunch of people with no money 
basically sucking the meat off of these rich people's dicks. Like, well, you should have earned your money like these other people earn their money. You have people sticking up for these rich people that don't even have money now. It's it's crazy to me because it's the hopes that they you might one day be them. Yeah. That's a crazy, like, the act of the matter is, how are you at that point? We are not, it's actually a whole nother level. It's the fact that some of these people don't have money, but they won't talk to you because you're not grinding hard enough. It's not even the money factor anymore. And it's like, you're not grinding hard enough on their perception because your dollar amount isn't what they want it to be. I I mean, in most, like, cases of life, like, even in, like, small, like, Sample sizes. If you want a certain job, sometimes you might have to take a unpaid in- internship. Your dollar amount's not gonna be there, but you might be doing the right thing. You know, what I mean, you might be grinding. Sometimes your dollar amount doesn't always equal how hard you're working, and some people don't know how to deal with that fact. You should have just did, got more education, and you should have just did this if your dollar amount. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Every, every time. Fuck up, but you know. It's crazy to look at how fast things have changed. When we were younger, going from you know being teenagers or even just children to being in our twenties, were completely different than the generation before us. You know, right. I mean, technology was introduced to the kids in the nineties, but it had no take on what we have now. You know, going from our teenage years into uh, our college years and being in our twenties in general. When you were a teenager, college was the answer, or you know get a decent job it was all about you know just keeping your head down in school type of thing you know what i mean right. you could be in entrepreneurship it's completely di- in the time from when we were probably even just 16 you know what is that six years no seven i mean it's seven years yeah now so in just the past seven years from 16 to 23 when we were sophomores in high school thinking about going to college what college you might be wanting to go to and all that now kids are let me TikTok, you know what I mean? Yeah. YouTube, completely different. Going into your twenties, it was you know it sucks too because you're going into college and there's this whole drastic change now happening. Right. And so it's giving you more avenues, more options, but then you also have this that where you you're thinking, hey, I could still go to school. Yeah. Or I could do this over here. Teenagers now they have so many options. I feel like most of them don't even. Kn- they're going to grow up to be like, you didn't grind hard enough. I'm 17 with, <laughs> I'm 17, I got $400,000 in my bank account because I grind. <laughs> like, Real shit. I YouTubers, mean, you have little kids making millions of dollars yeah. doing toys. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. And, I mean, I think that it's going to come to a point where people really understand that the idea of having, like, making like creating jobs as a priority rather than like bettering the education or figuring out how we can better our healthcare system that I feel like creating jobs is going to become like non-existent because really I feel like people are going to start working for themselves creatively and that's going to be able to be monetized going forward because I feel like going forward like these like conglomerates like Amazon and Apple, fucking all these top like corporations, they're gonna pretty much be able to provide most jobs and like things that automation's not and innovation's not gonna be able to provide for. So everything's uh, everything else is gonna be up to us. It's everything else once everything on that level is taken care of, it's gonna be all right. Bet we can really focus on entertainment, art, creation, life. If people see it that way, they, like I still believe it, and I, I forgot who said, it. love anything enough, find out how to master it. If you find out how to master it, you'll find out how to monitor. It. That's exactly true. Even if it's farming, bro, farming, you'll find out how to grow crops to be able to sell them. Find out how to sell them, be able to market them, and sell them, be able to feed your family, and be able to pay rent, do everything. You that's that's true. Perfect example of that, uh, Sean Evans. Oh, like I just watched a interview that where he was the interviewee. He wasn't interviewing anybody. Yeah, 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 on the podcast, and yeah. it, it was funny because he was talking about how there's farmers who make peppers, specifically just hot peppers. They're growing the hot like they're over there 
like scientist basically mm-hmm. growing the hot like always trying to develop the hottest pepper. There's someone specifically the person who made the go- like the ghost reaper pepper. Someone else made a hotter pepper. He was like, "Oh yeah, I got a hotter pepper." And <laughs> then he basically has another pepper on back a door just in case someone says, "I have a hotter pepper." He's just waiting so then he's, he's got a back door said, to his new so, one. Yeah, so he's just in case someone else is like, "I got a hotter pepper." Oh yeah, well I have a hotter pepper. <laughs> this man figured out how to master peppers and then monetize that. And, I mean, some of his sauces make it onto the show of hot ones. So, I mean, he's for sure getting money alone from just that show. Right. And himself. more than that is this shit's probably going off the shelves to even make it to the show of the hot ones. Oh, um, yeah. Other people are buying it now, especially. off the shelves to even make it to, like, market the for hot ones. Oh, shit. This sauce over here. Yeah, I mean, and it's because of Hot Ones alone, have a more people are buying it. Yeah, and, you know? and that's what I'm saying, bro. I feel like it's going to be good that we don't create as many jobs that are desk jobs. Fucking, like, bullshit as, like, jobs that we can really just, like, fill out. Like, I feel like the pandemic showed that working from home is really good for most companies. Why are you paying rent on a building? Where all these people are gonna work in a cubicle whenever they could do the same amount of work from home with their with their work phone, and you could pay them the same amount of money. Why they gotta drive to work? Why do you have to pay the light bill? If you can make these people work from home, they're doing the same amount of work, working just as efficiently, getting the same amount of work done. Why would you ever go back? You know what I mean? It, it does. It doesn't make sense on paper. I mean, I I could see why you would want to go back so, like, you could have, like, a normalcy, like, to life and, like, maybe people will be able to get out of their homes and shit. But from a business standpoint, it costs more money to go back to fucking a uh, location rather than have your your employees work from home. It's weird, too, when we look at uh, people who run these businesses. You look at your employees or your workers as just, you know, another number or something. But it's weird because these are the people essentially running our economy on the ground floor you know of course you have the people high up making all the money but then you have all these other people who are making all the money and it's weird to see when you think about it because people say classism doesn't really exist as much as it used to but it for sure does you know you know you have the rich and wealthy against the average everyday blue collar Worker, and I don't get why people have such hate against the blue collar worker. Okay, your education isn't as high, but they're still basically running the product productivity of our country, especially. You know, without those ground floor workers, what do you have? You have no one working to run your businesses. What do you have? It sucks too, though, because most of those rich people are hoarding all of the, uh, you know, what was it? What? Not no, not resources. Not just. I mean, yeah, money's for sure, but the resources. All the stuff you need to survive, mostly. They have all those resources what that you need. toilet paper? Too soon. <laughs> I mean, self-sustainability sounds good, you know, but not everyone's going to be on that. Obviously, not everyone's going to be on that, but it's kind of like, find out how to sustain by yourself or be able to like achieve self-sustainability. People are really going to have to do a lot to take away Exactly. I mean, that's a, it's it's tough because then at that point you don't really need as much money if you're sustaining off of yourself. Because yeah. then that brings other avenues as well that you exactly. But where I was getting at is it's crazy how we've created such a divide money wise and saying, oh, you know, to do this you have to be this, and are these people don't deserve as much of rights because they're not working as hard or doing as much. That's insane. I mean, you're telling me people don't deserve the right to live because they're not ma- like they're not contributing as much. What I'm at is, what what do you do? You there's some people who are making money off of just doing seminars to tell other people how to make money. What is that contributing really? I guess more maybe economy flow, but what are, what are they really helping? Who are they helping? What do you like? What do you what do you really give to society at that? Right. Nothing. I mean, Nothing. You have like former presidents getting paid like two hundred thousand dollars to have speeches. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, what could you possibly be saying in a speech that's worth two hundred thousand dollars? 
I don't get it. I don't get it, dude. I mean, I guess it's an important job to some people, but that ex president, you know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> so and, you know, and farmers don't get as paid as much as they should. People who are Teachers really don't get paid as much, much as, as they, they should. should. And well, Law in this country, fucking firefighters, people that are really out here, social workers. It's it's weird to me that we are so like focused on money and how much much money is so important. What I was saying with crazy rich Asians is uh, it annoys me how rich people are already act in general, but yeah. how it, it's trickled down to people who aren't even rich now against each other. You know what I mean? And shitting on the working class, we basically turn it on each other at this point. Where when it's shouldn't we band together because everybody has a part to play in the society that we live in? We should not just about the money making; it's about what you're giving to the society. We should, but it's. It's that same, like, product of your environment. Like, that's our mentality because apparently we don't have millions to protect protect for our family and shit like that. It's like, I don't know why, but, like, you hear you hear different people, like, talk about it in different ways. I mean, you have, you have people like, like, athletes and stuff who donate when they have to type shit, and then you have people who... Like Tyson Fury, who donated like his whole entire like fight check to some type of charity or whatever, he didn't have to do that. But at the end of the day, it was like, whenever you like saw that, that on that note, it was like, saw that that shit was real. And where I'm at is, is that like, there's people that take upon, take it upon themselves like, because there's two different types of people in that tax bracket. There's the type of person that sees their tax bracket on, can't believe I'm losing this much money. Type of person that says, yeah, I'm glad I'm able. You know what I mean? There's two different types of people, and those two those two different types of people exist. And it's unfortunate that first person, the person that's looking at it like, "Damn, I gotta lose money," is the person that's really in power right now. The people that are in power on mentality, not on a mentality of like, "What can we do to help?" They're on the mentality of to help ourselves. And most of those, okay, so those people that basically are trying to help themselves, right? So, what's, oh man, I'm trying to figure out how to put this in the best way possible. So, as a recent, I don't know if you've been paying attention, maybe, maybe not, I don't know what you pay attention to, as as of always, but minimum wage just got raised, right? Or, not, it didn't get raised, but the talks of it getting raised to 15 an hour is it, right? Right. And, in a sense, you know, it's been 7.25 for however long, which has been beneficial for most companies, because you don't got to pay people shit you're paying them close to like 725 when when money was like things cost very little yeah i'm sure that was you know livable wage but now 7 i mean 25 is not much and then these companies are definitely what's 725 about like 300 a week minus taxes let's see 725 at 40 no it's 300 a check like yeah you're right. It's about three hundred, but like before taxes are taken out a week. Who's living? Who can live off of that? I mean, some people say they can, or some, and like people will say that like that's plenty. But where I'm at is just like, once you d- divvy up like how much shit really costs, and life is not cheap, bro. Life is expensive. It costs to die. <laughs> Death is expensive, and this shit, everything costs money. And so, whenever you look at it, it's like, bro, like, if you're giving me 1200 in a month, and I'm working my ass off of that, taking, what is it, 160 hours, 40 hours a week, four weeks, 160 hours of my life, working my ass off for $1,200, my rent costs 6 my car costs 250 or 3 my insurance at 150 if I, my groceries around 3 uh, like two, three, whatever you know. What I mean, like it fluctuates. It, gas, fucking. If if I have kids, if I have a partner that like we gotta work together to like get the money to get everything type shit. That's actually like that adds shit. It's it's crazy to think that that's enough. To think it's crazy to think that that's worth what you put the hours that you put in type shit. Hundred sixty hours of work a month. Working your ass off just to get by, maybe. 
fucked up. That's that's a failed economy. But you have people who are getting mad that are make you know that probably have an entry level job out of college making maybe twenty dollars an hour, now getting mad because these people who do these other you know hard working jobs you know working in a factory. I mean Amazon already pays fifteen an hour. I mean as like uh, as a factory worker. I know people. I know people that went to college, didn't graduate, went into the plants as a contractor, make more people that I know with the situation. That happens too. Work your ass off if you want to. Go to college if you want to. Stop bitching about other people, bro. <laughs> like, do what you got to do to make your paper straight. I'm at, that's, that's where I'm at. If you're so mad that those people are making 15 an hour, couldn't you just also quit your job? It, even if those people were minimum wage workers making more than you were, right? Right. As whatever job you're doing, that's on that company. Why would you not just quit and go to a job that pays you more? Bro, that's like you have the option because it's like if your position is saying like nah i paid for school so that i would be able to get more money once i got out it's like saying like well i mean once you got out they raised the minimum wage what you gonna do i mean you know what i mean like, like you made a bad like it's not like you made a bad decision you went to school because you thought it was a good decision at the time but while you was in there they raised the fucking minimum wage now it may not look like you it was worth all the student debt. I mean, uh, that's neither here nor there. But at the end of the day, you like you. If I'm AT and T, and I got a new iPhone in, so I'm gonna sell the the one that you got for like fucking or even no. Nah, put it this way: if you want an iPhone, you come and get one. But we got a new one coming out tomorrow. I'm not gonna tell you that that new one coming out tomorrow. I'm gonna make you buy this one, and then when that hook come out tomorrow, I'm gonna make you buy that one too. I have a business to run. That's what college is, is a business. It, that's how I look at it. And so at the end of the day, what I'm trying to say is, is that, like, you can't fault AT&T for doing that. You was the dummy that didn't look it up. You was the dummy that went in the day before, bought a phone, and then went in the day after, bought a new one. Like, it, you can't blame nobody else. At, in, in this analogy, what I'm saying is, is that you went to college thinking that you was going to come out, get a, get a higher-paying job. Now when you came out, other people got a higher-paying job. It's on them. No, it's on you. Go go find a better go find a better way to use that degree and get a higher higher paying job than what you got now, or shut the fuck up and go pull pull a minimum wage job, do some easy shit at Target and get fifteen hours. Shut your mouth over there too. But re- really, I don't understand the complaint. It doesn't make any sense to me. I think that people just don't like change as well. That's fair. You know, it's, it's the fact of I'm so used to this already. This is what I was told. This is how I was raised. Now you want to change things on me? That's not okay. I was promised this. I, I mean, yeah, but at the at the end of the day, it's like nobody really likes change. I mean, people like like to be progressive in certain ways, and maybe people welcome certain ways. But like to say that you like love it when things just change and you don't have no control over it it's it's kind of not really true it's like damn i wish i might have had a say in that damn like i don't got no say in that like i could have never had a say in that it's it's beyond me beyond my power type shit like this is like something like this is where i'm at what is you having a problem with them raising the minimum wage gonna do really i mean so why would you care if people work the minimum wage job and they're able to have a good time and live life oh so they can just do minimum work and then they can enjoy life too. Most of these jobs are performing services for you. That's what I'm saying. Like it's not like they're it's not like these people are fucking getting paid to sit on their ass. They're probably flipping burgers at McDonald's, they're fucking pushing cars at uh, Kroger, fucking doing service working at restaurants, whatever their mi- what other minimum wage jobs are there? You know what I mean? Like like minimum wage jobs type shit is usually services. Usually giving you something. Like a retail folding your clothes after you said I don't want that. Throw that shit. They gotta go for that shit. I mean, you know what I mean. Like that's a minimum wage job. Why can't they live? You know what I mean. You you taking no, you taking food off the table from people that do shit for you on a regular basis. I mean, it's mental stress too because you're dealing with right. assholes every day. People who are entitled and think they deserve the world, Man- but management. Yeah, that's a that's the whole thing. People yeah. don't want to even take into account whenever they're looking at people with minimum wage jobs. I mean, right. I think personally, if we were to raise, let's say, the minimum wage to twenty dollars an hour, right? 
and then now you're looking at a job you just got out of college degree, right, with $20. Now, if you're putting the minimum wage of 20 right, in that company, if you move up, you're getting more no matter right. what. You know what I mean? So then I'd say that put things into perspective. It's like you can go and work at McDonald's and make more money than you are at college, right? I'm sure you're going to hate it, though. Right. I feel like that would take money out of the equation for a lot of people. I could make way more money doing this shitty job. Right. So what's more? What where do your values lie now? Is the money more important? Has I, it been what's more important, I or is it more of status that's been the the issue for I most people? I think people are stuck on this mentality that like there's only a certain amount of money. You know what I mean? Like people are like, oh, like if they're gonna get paid more, that money's gotta come from somewhere. It's gotta it, it's gotta come from my money. They gotta be taking food off of my table, right? Bro, look how much money they just been printing. The value of the dollar, I feel like I, I'm so surprised if it how it hasn't gone to zero at all. Like it's just insane how big our debt is in this country and how much more we're just adding on to it. Like it's a fucking tab at a bar and our name is fucking Gallagher. Are you kidding me? Like this shit is retarded. There's never gonna be like a cap, bro. Like you could they could say like, oh, we don't have the money for that, but that's just a business decision. That's not saying that they don't have the money for that. They do, because they just print the shit. And let's not act <laughs> like the value of the, like, gold. We, who's using gold standard and stuff and silver exactly. and bronze? You're telling me if you had gold right now, you're going to go use it? Like, where? who's accepting that? A fucking pawn shop? <laughs> you get Hell the value no. for it? No. No. Absolutely you're gonna not. You're going to be able to trade that in. So, I mean, cash is only as valuable now as... As the country makes it, so I mean, at that point, then what do you like? What are you worried about? That's what I'm saying. It's like the w- money's gonna come from somewhere. It don't gotta come from your pockets. They could really just say, "Uh, pass this four hundred and fifty million dollar bill to the bailout of this corporation and that corporation," like they've done before. I mean, what I'm saying is, it, it doesn't have to be like that simple, but it's that simple. Money's gonna come from somewhere, and it's not gonna come from your pocket. If it does, then I mean, shut up. Really um, enough, I don't care. Really enough, I never thought about it until probably this podcast and sat down. I don't think it's really ever been always about the money. I mean, for super rich rich people, it's about hoarding the money and the resources for sure, and right. being able to control what they Power. can. Yeah, but for the most most people, for the average Joe, for people just living their life or you know have a good job, I don't even think it's about the money. It's about the status that comes with it. It's about you know being able to look down on people or be I've got money you know or i do that because think about it a mcdonald's worker works twenty dollars if the minimum wage was twenty dollars an hour at mcdonald's what person would care to work there it wouldn't look like be as like uh what's it called frowned upon yeah you're just mad because now the mcdonald's w- worker you can't look down on them you know you're like right person flipping burgers is making as much as me they're working hard you'll probably be somewhere flipping burgers it's, it's like people don't people want that to still be a threat you're working you know hard, I mean? though. You know people I mean? want that to be a threat because that used to be like a threat for people to not go to college. It's like you'll probably just end up somewhere flipping burgers. I mean, Gordon Ramsay is a pretty good burger. See, that's what <laughs> I'm saying. So you're telling me someone who cooks and is a chef, that's okay. But someone who's back there making fries and sweeping and, you know, there's they're still in the kitchen. It's just one maybe a more established kitchen. You know what I mean? Right. So, uh, exactly. That proves my point. It's not about the money, per se, and what you're making. It's about the status. It's about where you're at. Good old classic classism. You just... Money comes... Classic. Boo. It wasn't a joke. I thought you were going to keep... I was just saying. Anyways. So, like... So going like if you were we were to change it now, and if we were to keep changing it, I think if going from a teenager into your twenties, I think one of the most important things would be just to focus on what you want to do, what you really like to do. I mean, not everyone has that option because sometimes you just got to make bread to support your family or support something or someone right. in your life. But if you have the option, which a lot of people do now, just do what you want to do. Focus on whatever craft you want to do. A lot of people aren't going into STEM now because they can just make a podcast and not to n- go down on what we're doing. But I'm just saying, like, I mean, STEM's not for everybody, of course. But, like, there's a lot of people who aren't just aren't doing it because they're so caught up in 
like uh, science, technology, engineering, mechanics. Like so, STEM research and stuff. Basically, like, oh no, it was I said mechanics, math, is math. So like all the math, science, technology, like all those fields, basically that help build like the medical field, or you know that help basically make our lives a lot easier. Uh, trying to think of what else. Bill Nye is coming to mind, but that's not because he just did a thing on it not that long. Yeah, I was trying to more for the people as for you at that point. <coughs> but like if for for like most people aren't doing jobs like that anymore because everyone's looking at you know how can I be this image of what greatness is to people you know the status and the money I could just do blogs or I could just but what people don't realize is no matter what you do it's all gonna take work right. it's all gonna take a level of work. It's all going to take a level of dedication. It's all going to take a level of you wanting to actually do it. So regardless of what you decide to do, uh, this is mostly for if there's anyone in their early 20s or anyone going into their early 20s from being a teenager, having just graduated, or even having just graduated college if you have. Make sure you're doing something that you want to do because it's all going to take time, which in my opinion is the most precious amount uh, like the most precious and valued thing in this world that we have is time fuck money you can always get money you can't get time back that time will never come back if you're going to dedicate yourself towards anything whether it's a stem field whether you want to really help the world out whether it's uh entertainment field because you really want to help people in in entertainment or you just want to entertain people whether that be maybe you just want to make money, which, in my opinion, I don't know why anyone would just want to make money because you'll never be fully fulfilled because you're just always going to want more. There's no point. If your goal is money, think about this. You're never going to be fulfilled. There's always more money to make. I mean, some people like to hunt. Some people like to chase. Some people do. I mean, it's a natural thing to respect it. I can't really... What, like always wanting more and trying to always get the biggest and better kill type of thing? Yeah, I mean, it's not necessarily always a bad thing. I mean, just you could look at it like always wanting to better yourself in different avenues, different ways. Talking about just cash basis, you can just think about it like this. It's like if you want to get paid for anything, you should be good at it. So if you want to get paid for anything you gotta get good at it so if you want to get good at something a motivation for yourself could say how am i gonna get paid off of this how am i gonna find a way to monetize this how am i gonna profession get professional at this so i can sell it that's could be a motivation for somebody in a positive manner to get good at something so they can grow but other than that if you're talking about just pure cash based negative for sure there's no one way out there's no get e- get rich quick. There's no scheme that you're gonna be the next big thing tomorrow. I mean, you could sell drugs, but I promise. Porn. What? Going to porn. And I promise you, neither of those things are gonna be easy <laughs> either. You know, what I mean, that's hard work every day. Hard work every for day. For either for either of those jobs, you could say that's the easy way out, but that's gonna come hard with problems. Hard work every day. To come with its own problems. Oh. I mean, life is a is a revolving door. I'd say I forgot where I heard that. But coming of age advice, since I don't really have a position, so coming of age. But are we always coming of age? Uh, yes, I feel like. See, I mean, we're all. Uh, you should be <laughs> at least. I mean, you should be growing to a sense where you should be learning, growing into a better person. Come with age. Where I'm at is weird because you look at people in their twenties and you always think. You know, these people are grown, which we are grown. We're adults. We've, we can make our own decisions. We do our own things. But there's people in their early 30s that are still kids. They're yeah. just grown there's up. There's people that are 50s, in their 50s, that look like they're in their 30s. People in their 70s that look like they're in their 50s. Age is becoming like a a weird thing like it's it, people when people used to die at 35 that's what like our mind was at like is like how 35 and old or 30 like that's I f- that's why i feel like people are like oh like 30 is a turning point like people are scared to turn 30 or like w- mostly like women are like 
30 is like the turning point for like my life and stuff like that and like people look at it like a milestone i mean i i i can see why but at the end of the day i think that that stems from people like seeing 30 as like man i'm gonna die <laughs> like back in the old like old days like our ancestors and people used to be like five more years <laughs> max I know people that <laughs> I know people that hit the hump of twenty five, you know, twenty six, twenty seven. Oh, I'm getting old. Right. And I look at them. I'm like, Dude. you're only three years older than I am. Right. There's no. I'm still young. Not I'm even, still young. Mad. That's not like that. You're not old. Like like you're you're half or less than half of my father's age. You're not old, bro. Fucking a couple years older. Punk my brother. Your your father's <laughs> still in great shape too. For oh, well, for sure. He's still sixty. Like what? Oh, he's in great shape. He's in great shape. You would never guess that. I'd say still, great man, shape. still in his forties. And that's what I'm saying is like, we, like age is becoming like a thing of the, like the past. Not necessarily like, I feel like old age is becoming like a. Thing. I really do like, like I haven't done enough research to talk about it. Talk about it, but there's uh, a guy who's researching dying from old age necessarily. If you treated death from old age, aging, if you treated aging as a disease, would it be curable? And would that stop aging to, like, like the point of dying from old age? Really interesting. Interesting concept. I mean, there's a lot of things that I've read up on that definitely help with aging. Of course, your diet's a big one. Right. E- eating right. Uh, you eat super bad your entire life. You'll more than likely... That's not even dying of old age. It's just right. dying because of bad like health. Internal fa- failure. Yeah, so, I mean, like if you keep, keep your right. body in good shape. Meditation, they always say, because uh, it's the practice of stress relief. Stress definitely will have you die earlier on, too, because that puts a lot of... Because mental stress actually puts physical stress on your body. I don't know if you knew that. But uh, if you're yeah, stressing out constantly, it, it affects your body in a lot of negative ways. <coughs> Meditation uh, is a big one, they say, helps with anti-aging. Uh, I don't believe creams really work that well. I th- I think people want to believe that that works. I think they're still like experimental. But yeah, it's mostly like health. It's it's more right. of a health, mental health, and uh, like physical health thing. Keep your body in shape. Make sure you're getting your proper vitamins, nutrition, getting sunlight. Like going outside, that's a big thing. Uh, which is I think crazy thing that was a big one for a while with the whole COVID was uh, no one going outside. Because believe it or not, that's a huge thing for your your body f- to function properly is getting uh, all this like the outside air. That's very right. important. You know, yeah, not being around people and stuff can really damage. Well, I think that we should wrap this up, my good friend. All right, so I I'd say I have one conclusion, like one last thing I'd like to say. Then since Josh is ready to wrap it up, <coughs> life is a long and winding road. That is a quote from a Beatles song, but it's nonetheless even more so true because you can live to be a hundred. A hundred's not even really like that crazy anymore. You know, it's like, oh, you're a hundred. Mm-hmm. The average age, I think, is like seventy to eighties now, but it's growing rapidly. Treat your body right. Treat your mind right. You're you have sky's the limit. So, with that being said, thirty's not old. Twenty-five's not old. Don't feel like you need to rush to be rich or you need to rush to have all the successes and status. Don't worry about what everyone else is doing. Worry about yourself. Things will come in the right time. Not when you always want it. They won't come right away. 30 seems old, but it's still young. If you are got your life together by 50, you're in good shape. You know what I mean? It, Absolutely. Like 50 is not too old to have your life together. I think uh, it's a good thing that we all need to recognize that life in itself is a process that if everything was to be shown to you at once which like it's like the level of like theory of like you knew everything that was going to happen to you would you still want it to happen would you still want to live the life that you would have already been shown that everything was already like laid out for you would you still want to do it type and like where's the mystery i already know everything that's about to happen but even if it's good or bad, it's like I already knew that this was about to happen. There's no mystery to it. It's a quandary. 
But like what I'm trying to say is is like everybody has their own process in life that is a process. So you, not everything's gonna happen at once and not everything's gonna happen the way you want it to when you want it because everybody else their own experience as well. And it's good that we recognize whenever we're like doubting our position and, and like anxious about things in the because we had to understand that if things are gonna work out, they're gonna work out when they need not just for us but for everybody. What we can do to help that is what we should do, but in past let go and let God. And my last, very last note, I promise. Everyone deserves the right to live a prosperous life. If you think otherwise, you have been brainwashed to feel like some deserve a better life than others. We all deserve a life that we can enjoy, a life that uh, makes us happy, and a life where we can actually see the finer things in life. And that shouldn't be just something for people who have greater wealth. That should be something accessible to all regardless of the fact because we're all human beings and we're all born on this earth what happened to life liberty and the pursuit of happiness i don't think that faded away if you're born on this planet i think you have a right to this planet not just those that have enough money to say you have a right to this planet i agree and on that note i'd like to bid you all a good week and thank you all for joining us once again for another great episode of fine and dandy Take care out there. Y'all be easy. We'll catch you soon. We love you all. Bye.